We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here starting uh, Thanksgiving week, Egg Bowl week, Ole Miss and Mississippi State Thursday night from Starkville. 6.30 for uh, that one, Ole Miss, with uh, things on the line. State as uh, as well, second place in the SEC West. We'll go to the winner also here after uh, Thursday night. So we'll talk some Egg Bowl. We'll talk some uh, changes in the college football landscape. Dan Mullen out at Florida over the weekend after losing to Missouri and more since we uh, talked to you last. So that and uh, plenty of other topics coming up on the show today. Show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember to... Uh, Get those selfies in. One more chance. You can uh, go by the blue sky when you're in town, take a selfie, anything in the background regarding the Oxford Exxon, and you are automatically entered into a chance to win an official Ole Miss football helmet there when you uh, hashtag Blue Sky Rebels, tag the Oxford Exxon on social media, and be entered for that. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest um, is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I really recommend that you do, and let's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Burgers, po'boys, appetizers. Great beer selection, full bar, and more. They're at Rafters on the on the Square in Oxford and Rafters in New Albany. What do you think is the – I mean, I, I think tons of it is um, a little bit of copycat. I feel like college football, the NFL is like that too. Why are so many people firing coaches with one game to go? When it when you're not doing a lot of recruiting in that last week anyway, what difference does it make? To get out started on the recruiting, everybody's competing for the same handful of people. There are going to be more jobs than there are – qualified, if you will, people to fill them. And everyone wants to get into that competition. They're competing over the same handful of people. I mean... Maybe a really small handful, Frank. I mean... It's a weird pool right now. Potentially. I mean, I... I mean, I... 
I've learned in this that when there's a lot of smoke, there's almost always flames. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of flames out there that people just don't know about yet. Um, like, I buy the stuff at Auburn completely. I'm not saying he's going to leave, but I think it's real. Um, you know, so look, if you want Billy Napier, for example, you've got to be in position to do it. And sometimes doing it behind the back of a coach can um, be a problem, reflect poorly yeah. upon you. And so if you go ahead and just let the coach out, he's getting paid. It's not like Dan got a pay cut yesterday. He's going to get all the money that's due him. But you don't make him come in and suffer the indignity of of uh, going to work in a building while people are actively trying to fill your job. You just you like you give Greg Knox an extra ten thousand dollars and say, "Hey, you you do that this week, and we'll find some while well, we work for somebody else." So I, I think that's a lot of it. I think at LSU it was that simple. It was they did not want to go through the process of well with LSU they were concerned that Ed was going to be a loose cannon. But they also didn't want to go through the process of a month of rumors, and they knew the rumors were going to come out. You can't, you can't keep those level of conversations completely private. It's just not possible. Um, and they didn't want to do that with Ed coaching games and Ed coming off of a walking off of a field emotional and having an emotional press conference yeah, that yeah. creates a series of, of bad headlines. You know, Billy Napier one of the guys that gambled on himself and is going to win as long as he gets out this season. Because you, you've seen it so many times. We've talked about it where somebody stays too long at one of those group of five jobs. They think they can ride it forever. I mean, frankly, at the same school, Mark Hudspeth, you know, didn't get out when he had a chance. I mean, yeah. a lot of guys like that, that that don't do it, and now he's been able to back that season or two up, do it again there in, in, in Lafayette, and frankly be up for even bigger jobs this time as he's turned down State and South Carolina and some other schools in the past. But now being on the list at Florida, Virginia Tech, Arizona State, at least those, uh, those possibly three, LSU. Possibly I mean, LSU. he's going to wait and and see what happens. He, he's look, he's really good. Uh, the, the people that try to minimize him, I'm not really sure what they're doing, just based on the fact that he stayed in Lafayette. He's making a lot of money in Lafayette. He didn't want to take one of the fringe jobs in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no guarantees. Dan Mullen says hi, that you go to Mississippi State and bust your ass and get good players and you still can't get past seven or eight wins. Um, you know, South Carolina's the same way. I mean, Shane Beamer, we're celebrating six wins right now. And, I mean, it's a hell of an accomplishment, but it's six wins. Yeah, sure. Um, he wanted to wait. and He believed that he could get one of those jobs. He's a real steady guy. He's a program guy. He knew what he wanted. A lot of people who uh, – have been around that Alabama program will tell you that he's the one that's the most like Saban of all the people who have worked for Saban. From actual personality, not trying to be a caricature. Yeah, yeah, running a program and and all that. So we'll see. I mean, he's got, like I wrote, I think on the message board yesterday, it's it's good to be Billy Napier right now. I mean, what do they have, ULM left? They'll win that game. They'll go 11-1. and He's going to. He's got time, too. He's got the excuse of the Sunbelt Championship game to buy him a full week mm-hmm. to wait and let some things play out at other schools, LSU included. Like, there's no reason for LSU to wait a full week if it doesn't have to. Um, the LSU thing's going to be interesting because if it's Jimbo, and for the record, I don't think it is, 
But if it's Jimbo, it's going to be quick. And if it's not Jimbo, it's going to buy time for a lot of coaches around the country. LSU is going to be the first domino, really, because it's the best job. Um, if it's, let's say, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley's coaching in the Big 12 title game in all likelihood. Um, he's got – that buys him a week. That buys a lot of people some time to push the, yeah, the cart down the win, road right, a little. Though. Yeah, I think they have to win better because Oklahoma State's in. So yeah, Oklahoma, I don't know. I haven't. Kept yeah, up. Oklahoma or Baylor will get in and play Oklahoma State. Is that right? Yeah, Oklahoma State is in. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I guess they have to win Bedlam. Yeah, okay. to play them again. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, two Bedlams in two weeks. Yeah. I always want to see that game. It's like on my. It's one of your favorites. It's on my short list of games that I'd like to go see. Um. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I don't. I mean, I, I think it's. Let's say Oklahoma wins, and they play in the Big Twelve title game. That gives Lincoln Riley an excuse to kick it down the road a week. If Oklahoma doesn't win, he's on the clock. And if it's Lincoln Riley, then the clock starts. And if you're LSU, you want to move. What's interesting talking to people, and I know everybody thinks that I talk to just like one agent. And it's just not true. Um, what's interesting talking to people is that there's less paranoia about oh god oh god we have to hustle so that we can bring in a recruiting class because everyone is leaning on the portal <coughs> which tells you that somebody's gonna get screwed in the portal oh well, there's gonna be a couple schools that come out of it and go god we have no one we didn't do enough in the high school class We're not doing anything on the portal yeah because there's only so many dudes in the portal who are impactful like lsu for example is not worried at all about recruiting it's not even it's not even something they're talking about. They're fully convinced that whoever they bring in, whether it's Fisher or um, Riley or Napier or whoever the case may be, they're, they're absolutely convinced that that person can go get five, six, seven guys out of the portal, put some Band-Aids on some wounds, and get through a year while they get, back get their business. own thing started. Yeah. Is that true? I don't know. Is that going to happen? I don't know. That's what they believe. Going back real quick, yeah, Napier, I looked it up. His four seasons in Lafayette, he's been a head coach only at Louisiana Lafayette to this point. Seven and seven in the rebuild in year one, and then eleven and three, ten and one, and now eleven and one if they beat ULM on, on Saturday. So that is No, he's his, done really well. He's thirty eight and twelve, including the seven and seven first season. Yeah, he's done really well. He's still a fairly young guy. Um his family likes Lafayette. We've talked about this before. You know, if you make enough money. Lafayette's you can pretty much like any place. I yeah. mean, there, there's there's nice gated communities in Lafayette, Louisiana that you can get a membership to the country club and he'd be all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's fine. I mean, his advantage, and it's a genuine advantage, is that he's happy there. He's in no rush. He's much like Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. He's not in a hurry. I mean, I think I think Napier would like to leave this year. And I think he ultimately will leave this year. But if he, I think if you told him that he couldn't leave this year, I think he's okay with it. And that's a real advantage. There's no desperation. Oh, God, I have to take the first thing that's open. No, I'm going to wait and get the right job. And everybody that knows him says if he has to stay another year in Lafayette, he'll stay another year in Lafayette. He's good. He likes it. It's fine. And, and a lot of people question that. Like, I don't see how, but, 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 but he believes in himself. 
And so he thinks it's going to be fine. And so far, he's... He's created a program that just keeps winning the Sun Belt. Well, I mean, you know, in fairness to him, I mean, the, the, numbers, <coughs> the numbers support his assertion. He's winning. I mean, frankly, even from the standpoint of... Um, Saturday was a big game. I mean, getting that win over Freeze was not a small thing. I mean, that was another really good group of five win for him. I mean, yeah. it was a, a a deal as much as we make fun of Liberty. Well, he's got the one season opening loss at Texas, and then after that, he's won. And I mean, come on. Well, I mean, no one at ULL is clamoring for his job. Let's put it that way. I mean, he's done for them exactly what you would hope. If you're ULL, you would hope that's what someone does for you. They win big, they land a big job, and you go out and get another young coach. You've made that job attractive. I mean, that's that's that deal where they'd help pack his bags and throw a parade on the way out of town. Your guess is Jimbo still has a right of first refusal in Baton Rouge? I think so. I mean, everyone does. It's everyone thinks, but everyone does think he's going to refuse it. He's got a really good job going right now. Because the truth about A&M is that they talk about national championships, but it's not really what they demand. There's been no proof of it. Yeah, and so he's going to go, assuming he beats LSU on, on Saturday, which I do think is an assumption, he's going to go 9-3, and going to finish in the top 15, going to go to a good bowl game, has the number one recruiting class potentially in the country coming in. Yeah, they've been... Um, he's close. And his argument will be, well, I did it with my backup quarterback. Not wrong. Technically not wrong. The other kid started. No, it's wrong. So, you know, he's good. They love him. Making a ton of money. But one of the things that I've seen people say, well, how come this school, this school doesn't go out and get their coach to sign a, an extension right now? It's because the market's being reset. Yeah. If you're a coach, you want to see, hey, are these rumors about LSU true? Is it true that they might pay $12, $13, $14 million a year for a coach? Is that true? Because if that's true, that resets the market. So a lot of coaches think that the whole Mel Tucker thing, which, by the way, he's not signed yet, that the whole Mel Tucker thing was the first step in a reset. And anyone who thinks that the coaches don't look at the new TV numbers the new TV deal numbers, and go, hey, we'd like to go ahead and get our bump in that too. You're crazy. And so, you know, if you're sitting there successful with any demand at all, you wait for the market to reset a little bit. Yeah, It's like the first baseman thing. We talked about this. You know, when Paul Goldschmidt signed for 100 and what did he get, $145 million a year. Freddie went, um. That was the end of, of Anthony Rizzo in Chicago. Yeah. It's probably the end of Freddie Freeman in Atlanta. The Braves look at it and go, if we give you that, we can't do anything else. We're hamstrung. But the Cardinals gave it to Goldschmidt, and those guys go, well, my numbers compared to him, I want that. They've got agents too. And so that's where the market the market's got to reset here in the next couple of weeks, and I think it's going to reset. Does that mean that everyone moves? Not necessarily. Thank you to Tam B. That's very nice. Appreciate that super chat very much. Thank you. Yeah. I'm... What's your guess? You had to get it right. 
within oh god within one point two million. What is the new LS, LSU coach's annual salary? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess ten. Um, I'll guess eleven. If it's one of those two guys, if it's not, I might go down a little. Just enough for a little bit of reset. Well, it's a good bit of a reset. Yeah. I'll tell you this, LSU, I mean, this is per every source I've talked to, and I've talked to several down there. They they are not concerned about money. They will pay. I think they'd go 15 on Jimbo. Do you really? I do. I just don't think Jimbo's going to take the job. As I said, I just – there's something about Jimbo that from a straight game management standpoint feels a little outdated, and it would terrify me. Uh, you're not the only person to say it. I mean, I just, What LSU has – LSU has an arrogance to it. And, look, it's justified, right? I mean, I talked to one guy who said, look, the last three coaches at LSU have won national championships. He actually right. said the last three coaches here have won national championships, and two were dumbasses. Sure. You can be a questionable game coach. Yeah. yeah. Can you come in and recruit there? Because if you'll recruit players there, the margin the margin for error on game day gets bigger. Oh, yeah, sure, of course. And so that's what they believe. They're like, look at Ed. And they were like, look at the – this is one of the worst coach teams in, 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 in LSU history, which is saying something. This is one of their guys talking. Yeah. He was we're competitive in games. Yeah. Competed with Alabama, took Arkansas to overtime. Those are good teams. Frankly, their worst game was Ole Miss. He was like, we jumped ahead of Ole Miss until they popped us in the mouth, and then we quit because we're a bad team. Yeah, yeah. But we're talented. Yeah. He's right. <clears throat> and nothing that he said in that conversation was wrong. No. I know. So, I don't know. Well, I, I got a feeling it's going to be a silly week, and then next week will be silly beyond belief. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get ready for it. I think, I think next week's got a chance just yeah. to be a circus. Starting about Sunday. Pow. That's why I wrote a couple times ago – when I got attacked for it, I'm like, all I'm telling you is it might get a little heartburny. Which is that's all I'm saying. If you're one of the people that the rumor mill makes your stomach churn out acid, you might want to go get you some tums. Because it's gonna get a little weird, and his name's gonna Kiffin's name's gonna pop up in it. Because if Miami fires Diaz, and everyone expects that they will after the game Saturday against Duke, and they might not. Maybe they'll keep him. There's some people that think, hey, they're, they're going to take their time. They're going to get the AD. They're going to let the AD have a year to evaluate Diaz. If they beat Duke, they're going, what, 7-5? and five? That's correct, yeah. But he doesn't have any support down there other than, yeah, he's a nice guy and I like his dad. They want to make a splash. They want to bring the U back. They want to be relevant. So I don't know what happens there. There are only a couple of names at Miami that could pull that off, and does Miami have that money? I don't know. This is the part where I think it frustrates people, but it's an honest answer. How in God's name are people like you and me supposed to know what Miami's true financial situation is behind the scenes? Because the true financial situation could be literally one or two boosters deciding, you know what, the hell with it. Or not. And going, nope, I'm not mm-hmm. spending money on this anymore. Nope, I'm out. Yeah, I mean. Because history says they don't spend money. Their campus is their, their stadium is 21 miles away from campus. Their facilities are crap. They've never spent money. Well, look, let's use Ole Miss as an example. Because like somebody goes, "Hey, Miami's about to put thirty million. Thirty million doesn't build a bathroom anymore." Right. I mean, here's like let's use Ole Miss as an example, though. <coughs> On two years ago this week, when Ole Miss lost to Mississippi State, the yep. whole piss and miss game. Yeah. On Sunday morning, they sent Lane Kiffin out. On, I mean, not Lane Kiffin. Matt, Matt Luke. Luke out on the road. Mm-hmm. 
And everyone can dispute and argue and get pissed off about what I'm about to say, but something happened that afternoon. Something happened. And Ole Miss will tell you that no money came pouring in. Fair enough. Something happened. You sent the coach out on the road. He's out recruiting. He was at Robbie Ashford's house. When you change your mind, something happened. I mean, is it possible that just 4 o'clock that afternoon they just decided, you know what, nah, we ought to do something. No, something happened. So I don't know what that, that, then those some things happen in coaching deals. Who knows what happens at Miami? If I'm Miami behind the scenes, I'm putting feelers out to some of these people Would I have any shot. And here's the part that drives fans crazy. The agent answer to that is, yeah, sure, of course. Always. Yeah. Because it's leverage. Yeah, of course. And so sometimes something that starts out as just leverage gets real. And sometimes something that just starts out as just leverage stays leverage and you get what you want from where you are and you get more money or whatever. The interesting thing with Kiffin is, and this is just my opinion, I'm more sourced at a lot of other places than I am Ole Miss if I'm being completely honest with people. But my sense of Ole Miss is that Lane Kiffin has leverage with or without another job offer. Well, he does. No, it's 100%. So that's the part that... Frankly, he has public leverage. Keith's already come out publicly and said, hey, we're working on it. Got to, you know, yeah. get, 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 getting stuff done. But if I'm Kiffin, I wait. I do. I wait. I see what happens around the country. I see if anybody does come at me with some massive offer. I do see what happens with the reset. I don't, I don't agree, for example, to 5.8 or 6 and then find out that Lincoln Riley, the new number seven point two. Lincoln yeah, Riley yeah, gets yeah. twelve and a half at LSU. Yeah, sure. Where you go? Well, no, wait a minute. I'm making half of what the LSU coach makes. Yeah, my expectations are not half of what the LSU expectations are, and so that's where the reset kind of kicks in. Yeah, got to tell you something on that. We'll get to that in a second. Prior to uh, the first break in the show today, I'll tell you about visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page this week and every week. It's going on locally, especially now that Christmas season is not far away. Plenty of things in December for uh, families or uh, people coming into town just for the weekend or whatnot. Holly Jolly Holiday coming back for the second annual appearance as well. The ice skating, the carriage rides, and much more. So we'll have some more info on that as the week moves on and into next week. But again, for now, events page at Visit Oxford. Again, that's visitoxfordms.com slash events. We're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. It's coming next month to um, Oxford, 1737B University Avenue. And it's already going. been going since uh, early fall, actually. 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. It's a great place to go uh, watch a game. Have a meal, have a nice drink, and um, all that kind of stuff. Walk-ons, sports bistro, more than a restaurant. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a sports social sports betting network, free to use. Um, it's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, so no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up today at bet.brothrow.com. Also brought to you by uh, Muddy Water Camo. Enter the uh, promo code Rebel Grove. Get 35% off any products from the site. Free shipping on orders of $100 or more. Uh, a lot of new products on the site. The Muddy Water Lady Camo apparel. 
the uh, heated jackets and vest and more. It's MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Tis the season of giving. Dead Soxie is launching a pre-Black Friday sale. You don't want to miss out. Socks make great socking stuffers. For a limited time, visit DeadSoxie.com. Get 35% off site-wide with promo code EARLYBIRD. Whether you're giving your family, your friends, or yourself a gift, uh, give something they'll look forward to wearing over and over again. Everyone needs to experience the difference a quality sock makes. Go to DeadSoxie.com, enter the code EARLYBIRD at checkout to receive 35% off. It's a holiday season, so you know, you're probably imbibing a little bit at Thanksgiving stuff so that you can put up with people, and then you got Christmas parties and things of that nature. You want to make sure you've got game changer patches around. It's the only two patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch is used before while you drink, the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for the next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast also <clears throat> sorry, brought to you by Community Mortgage. <clears throat> I've got a cough that will not go away, and it's still persisting really, really badly. I don't know why, because I'm not even sick anymore, but I cannot seem to get over it whatsoever. Like the judge in the in the Rittenhouse case, it, he coughed his way through it. It's driving me insane, and I can't seem to figure it out. He anyway. finally just started getting cough drops. He had a cough drop the whole time. I know he was not. Never mind. All right, community <laughs> mortgage. <laughs> Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and people will hate me. And Chattanooga underwriting processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J L O W E at Community mtg.com you know when lane kiffin took this job or maybe before that i mean frankly even parts of the freeze era matt luke i've said this on the show and i've had a lot of people agree with me and i think i think i was right and maybe still am but was right for sure old miss wanted to win a lot of the games they were supposed to win they wanted to show up at the at the stadium or the park every day and know they had a shot that was frankly the expectations of the fan base for a long time was not even necessarily to beat LSU and Alabama every time, but to not really get blown out, to enjoy the weekend, to have some hope when they come in and to go to a bowl game. Those were the expectations. Okay. They've been moved um, fairly rapidly this season because you look at what fan, the fan base at least thought possible, whether that was fair or not. Um, if Ole Miss loses the Egg Bowl on Thursday, it's going to be a 9-3 and fan base that's in depression when – a lot of people would have taken nine and three and done a blood oath in the preseason, not asking any questions on how the thing played out at that point for that record. How do you feel like expectations have shifted already? Because somebody in the thread said, oh, you can go nine and three at Ole Miss forever. I don't think so. I think that when you're in SEC school paying this level of money, that expectation evolves. And I'm not saying that it's the same expectation as a Georgia or Alabama. I'm not saying that. But there's a next tier there where I do think Ole Miss stakeholders, fans, administration would get into a level where if you're doing things to appreciate and deserve that that salary range, nine and three, eight and four is no longer just a year over year over year safety net. It's just something I can't comment on yeah. as well as you can. You you know a lot more people at Ole Miss and in Oxford that, than I do. I, I, I and I guess my point is any school, though. I mean, expectations can change. Sure. They are not stuck where they are always. So at some point, I mean, sure, of course. it's always, hey, what's next and more. Of and course. that's not saying you're even getting fired, but you can lose some 
some accountability points in here now. I mean, it, it well, does it's, change. Well, it's the Kiffin thing, right, where people say, well, everyone understands they're going to take a step back next year. Okay, well, what if they took a real step back, like six and six? That next season, is he on the hot seat? No, of course not. <clears throat> but is the seat is the seat gotten warm a little? Yeah. Now, shit, that's a different thing. An average record of nine and three, eternity. Of course. Because that means there's a ten. I mean, do, do, do some math. There's very few programs that average nine and three. I was going to say, there are very few programs where an average of nine and three doesn't get you a statue. Yeah. I mean, that's an I average mean, is a whole different. I mean, Alabama, Ohio State. I mean, Georgia didn't do it under Mark Rick. No, I'm, I'm, I'm naming programs yeah. that I think that wouldn't be satisf- satisfactory. Alabama, Ohio State. Maybe LSU. LSU would be pissy on the other years for sure. Um, that's about it. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I think. I think he expected to do a little better than that, but I don't know. I don't. I can't. I, I can't comment on that. I Brian Kelly is actually on one of the better overall win streaks in Notre Dame history right now. They had not done that in the past. Very quietly done a superb job. Yes, he has them. Like you have the national title contenders, and then you have the next level. And he has now gotten them where they are consistently. They might be the next level by themselves. They are consistently yeah. at the very top of the next level. I think level. they're a tier actually in the middle between any other teams that, yeah. are, that are fighting for that spot. Brian Kelly is frustrating the hell out of some people around the country who would love to have that job. I mean, you're sitting there and you've got Alabama and Ohio State and I guess Oklahoma and Georgia, and then I feel like Notre Dame just kind of sits there by itself right after that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Notre Dame looks at it and says, you know, if the Saban era had not happened or if he just stayed in Miami – They'd be a different program. Cooking with gas right now. Well, you'd probably have a title somewhere. Maybe. You know, you'd be like nobody looks at Notre Dame this year and goes, "Oh, they have a chance." Alabama chance. You know, if Alabama had not changed the sport, this this particular Notre Dame team would. Since 2017, Notre Dame ten and three, twelve and one, eleven and two, ten and two, ten and one. It's pretty solid. I mean. And they gave him Pretty time. Good. He went eight and five, eight and five, twelve and one, nine and four, eight and five, ten and three, four and eight. Mm-hmm. Went four and eight in twenty sixteen before he rolled off this. And it's kind of what you're, a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying Kiffin's about to go on that run if he stays, but I mean, same sort of principle. Hey, you got a year where, yeah, you got to go, but you got to have. I've been analyzing it in my head. I've talked to some people. I've talked to a lot of people. I'm not like necessarily writing about it, but. The angst in the fan base, I'm not talking about the stream. I'm not talking about people who are upset about beating Vanderbilt by 14 points because that's stupid. I'm talking Idiotic. about, yeah, I'm talking about legitimate, hey, why are, you know, are, are you excited about the team or are you excited about the program? And that's the difference. And I feel like part of it is that portal reliance across the country, I'm not talking about Ole Miss, that no one completely understands or has adjusted to. And that is creating a lot of this as well. I feel like in a more normal year, you'd have a better gauge, but nobody knows what this looks like. Right now, um, I, I told you, I don't think it's Lane leaving or potentially leaving that has people frustrated as much as it's recruiting because you're looking at it. Of, is this team really good because of two or is this program moving up in a certain state? And it certainly has moved up in the standpoint of national stand, standing. It's per, it, it's definitely a more desirable location. But there's a large percentage of people that are just really, really hung up on the high school recruiting element and sure. cannot get rid of it at this point. I understand that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I get it. I'm not. I mean, if I had told somebody before the season, hey, on Thanksgiving Day, you're going to be 9-2, and two, uh, eighth in the country in the AP poll, and uh, 
Corral's going to have a legitimate shot to finish third in the Heisman ballot. And you go into every game I think, knowing I, you got a shot to win that football. I game. think they would say, oh, my God, what's our recruiting, top 10? Yeah. And it's, well, actually. Yeah, nothing. It's basically doesn't register. Yeah. Essentially. Because it doesn't make sense. Just knowing programs, being around this business for so long, you look at that and go, hold on, why? Yeah. Which is why, do I think it, look, is, do, I, do I think the answer is yes? No, I don't. I, I do not think the answer is yes to this question. But it makes me understand the people that go, hey, Lane's name up on every damn opening. Is that causing recruiting problems? No. And the answer is no, but I understand it from your normal fan. I, I get it. I understand why you have that thought process. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I have no real good answer on why that's the case, frankly. I got nothing. I think the people that are waiting for Lane to make this heartfelt, it will not long-term happen. commitment statement. I just don't think that's who he is. I'm not sure he does it anywhere. I'm not sure he'd do it with the New England Patriots. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure that's just – I just don't think that's who he is. I'd cite an example here, but I don't want to. Okay. But I see examples of it all the time. That doesn't mean that he won't stay at Ole Miss for six, seven, eight, ten years. I just don't think, even if he did, that he's ever going to come out and go, I love it here, this is home, and I'm never leaving. I, I don't think that's who he is. No. I don't think that's in his DNA. I don't think it. I don't think he'd, I just, I just don't think he'd do it. I don't think that's in, I don't, I don't think he would do it anywhere. Don't think he takes a gig anywhere or stays in a gig anywhere and says, I just want you guys to know, don't worry. I'm madly in love. I'm never going to look around. I'm here forever. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things people want. And they, when they don't get it, they talk about recruiting and that kind of thing. And, and I said this the other day, I'll reiterate it in case people missed it. He might be on to something. It's conceivable. It's why when people go give him a grade, I go incomplete. He might be on to something. They might go land eight, ten guys out of the portal, plug and play next year, and be really good. At which point you'd have to go, man, I'm just kind of genius. Right? But I do feel like at some point you have to come off. And I'm saying he won't. I'm just saying at some point, though, you got to recruit some high school kids. I guess. Because if you have one bad portal year, I you're know. screwed. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not arguing. Yeah. I'm just saying it's difficult for me to sit here and go, their plan's stupid. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Because it might work. Well, especially for 2022. Yeah. In a vacuum, 2022. I, I don't, you know, and here's the thing. There's nobody over there that sits down with, with, with us and goes, hey, here's the plan. Let me, let me, let me yeah. diagram this. And that's happened before sure. where people said, well, here's the plan. Yeah. And on paper, the plan made sense. I mean, on paper, the previous staff's plan made sense. It just never came to complete fruition and execution, and then all the coaching staff stuff that happened, and and that could be it. Listen, that's another thing that's going to come up. I'm convinced of this. At the end of this season, I do think there are going to be some coaching staff changes. I think people are going to move on. I think he's going to have to replace coaches. You know, what does he re- does he replace coaches that bring in a, a new dynamic? Do they take a step back? Do they take a step forward? There are, there are questions. Like there are at almost every program in the country. I mean, like yesterday, like Saturday, 
Alabama got the hell scared out of them by Arkansas, and Young played a phenomenal game. Those receivers have come along, Michi and uh, maybe the other kid. I can't. The, the, James Williams. Yeah, the transfer. I mean, they they were awesome. Otherwise, Alabama's in trouble Saturday. And yet, as as late as yesterday afternoon, people are saying, "Hey, O'Brien's on the outs there. It's not going to go well. Alabama's going to make a change at OC. This isn't this isn't tenable for another season." So things are going to happen around the country. Who knows where where all of it goes? But there are there are people that are like, man, this this leaning on the transfer portal won't work. And to me, while I tend to agree with you, that's too defiant of a statement for me. I, maybe it does. Maybe you become the coach, the the program that masters the portal. You know, last year they had success in the portal despite the fact that they were only five and five. And that's all they were with five. And it was a credit to evaluation. Yeah. What you got out of Springer and Campbell and even Reese to an extent, but I mean, even beyond that. Even Pearson. I mean, Pearson's been huge. And so, you know, maybe maybe you come out of it now, coming off of nine and three or ten and two or whatever the case may be, you come out of it now with with a much easier ability. You you had the whole game day thing. You've had a a completely different sort of environment for guys to see on television. And and maybe you, uh, maybe you come out of it and you have a lot more success in the portal and maybe you don't, I don't know. That's why I just, when people say talk about recruiting, it's kind of hard to talk a lot about recruiting. I mean, I can update you on, Hey, they just offered this 2025 kid, which I did the other day to me, those offers which I always thought were meaningless, they're even more are now so meaningless that they're almost like a joke. When 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 I see recruiting people, and I am I'm making fun of people in our network, other networks, all networks, writing stories about 2024 wide receiver takes unofficial visit. So damn what? That kid can't sign for three years. What difference does it make? You telling me that that. There's no way that kid has any idea whether that offer is going to be legitimate, who's going to be at what program, how the portal is going to change things, how NIL is going to change things. And it's in the thread. It's very much relevant that the portal is completely different than JUCO because you actually see at a more similar talent level what you're dealing with. Well, and if you look around the country, the portal is impacting. Like Williams is in the portal. He goes to Alabama, and, and, I mean, a game changer for them. Mm -hmm. Juco kids typically are much like Ole Miss's two Juco defensive linemen. They're starting to be impactful now. It took basically a season. I mean, it might be brilliant. It's just the the, the volatility is what would concern me. Yeah, uh, Mark Palmer points out about Orlando Amana. Another trench, they went and got him in the summer. He didn't come until just before camp started. So the whole judge everything on National Signing Day, that, that day's long gone. Completely gone. And for the people who are recruiting junkies, which is a much smaller percentage than people think, those people are, are it, it, they're bothered to their core by it. But just because, you, let's say on National Signing Day, you're 49th in the country and 11th in the SEC – in past years, you would write a, this column oh, that says, God. oh, my God, what happened? And now you have to go, well, they just have to wait and see what happens in the portal. Mm-hmm. And the portal doesn't happen on one day. Yeah. No, I do think you can be judged against elite prospects you're recruiting at the high school level. Sure. I mean, 
that's still a win or a loss. Well, look, it's a big way. boy league. I mean, you look around the country, and I mean, I'll fucking find it. I mean, Ole Miss will be judged on whether or not they get Tyshin Williams, whether or not they get Jaheim Otis to an extent. I mean, that kind of thing. So I'm pulling up team rankings. This is Rivals.com for whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's awesome. Maybe it sucks. I'm willing to listen to any argument. Georgia's number one. Alabama's number two. Georgia's got six five-stars. Yeah. Including the top cornerback in the country yesterday. Notre Dame's three. Texas A&M's four. Thirteen four-stars. One five-star. Okay. Uh, Texas is sixth. Oklahoma's ninth. LSU is twelfth. Arkansas is 14th, six four-star players. Uh, Missouri is 17th, a five-star, six four-stars. Kentucky is uh, 19th, South Carolina's – I'm sorry, yeah, Kentucky and South Carolina are tied at 19. Mississippi State's 25, four four-stars. Tennessee is 30th, four four four-stars. Auburn is 35th with six four-stars. Florida's 39th with five four-stars. Who knows what that class is going to look like. Sure, of course. Uh, Ole Miss is 41st with four four-stars. Vanderbilt is 42nd somehow, some way. Look and see if there's anybody notable behind them. Southern Cal's 58th. And that's with uh, one of the four-stars that's probably leaving. If you're Miami, this is what you look at right here. You're 60th. Three four-star recruits. Seven and five and sixtieth in recruiting. Is that enough? What do you think? Oh, my overwhelming guess is that he gets fired on Saturday night or Sunday morning. If he's still the coach by the end of the day a week from now, I'll be really surprised. But if he is, good for him. I've always thought Manny was a good coach and pretty good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Corey mentions there's probably a transition to it. And I think that's the answer. I, I do think at some point you have to get into more high school level prospects. I, I just don't think it's sustainable to build the entire roster off portals. I just don't. Liberty's 97th. I'm surprised it hasn't gone better. <coughs> that loss to ULM is tough. Did you hear about that, by the way? I did, yeah. ULM, they beat Liberty in football. Lafayette did too, so I really struggled. Yeah, the Lafayette's like 87th right now. Um, I lost my train of thought after your ULM stuff. Uh, he is going to dominate this conference, USA, though. That's a bad league. Um, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, NESPARC, service people across rural communities. Two packages the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, portal controls, network security, and much more. So, again, get the best internet around, 662-238-3159. There's two. I'm going to read a couple of yeah, you're fine. things, but there's two really good points that I don't want to forget. Okay. Sammy says the tamper portal is the new cryptocurrency of college football. That's a really good way to put it. It is. And then someone else points out, and I, I lost it here somewhere, but no one really knows what the roster is going to look like because they've got to process guys. They need guys to leave before they can bring guys in. Some of what's happening on the recruiting trail has nothing to do with Lane Kiffin and his commitment or lack thereof 
or with the portal or with anything else. It's they have a numbers crunch from a roster that I don't know whether it's because it got mismanaged. I don't know whether it's because just the COVID year or some combination of a bunch of things, but they have a roster issue that has to be resolved after this season. They had 35 seniors counting super seniors. Ole Miss had 35 seniors counting seniors and super seniors the other night. But a ton of those have eligibility remaining. So you even got to get answers there. Hey, can we run this guy off? Is he coming back? And with some of those guys, you've got to tell them you got to go. Yeah, I just don't have room. I don't have room. If you need me to help you get to James. You've had your four years. I appreciate it. If you want to go to James Madison as a grad player, I'll help you do it. Yeah, sure. But you got to go. Yeah. We're also brought to you by Automation and Control Systems, LLC. Yeah, Mark brings up a good point. Some won't be processed until the spring, Mm -hmm. so that scholarship's not available until they leave. It's a hell of a It's a problem. weird spot. Yeah. Anyway, the ACS is in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662 601 4381 pinpoint commercial real estates based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail office, industrial and land. This week's property spotlight is on Paragon center in Ridgeland. Paragon is comprised of 150,000 square feet of class a office space located on Highland colony parkway minutes from the new Costco interstate 55 and more. It's experienced substantial commercial growth, located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. So if you'd like to learn more, give Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell a call, 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans is hosting the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament January the 19th through the 21st at the Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. It's a competitive team duck hunting event. Uh, Two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, lodging, Two pairs of jeans for every participant. If you want to learn more or register your team, contact Blake Kokenauer at Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. Complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. If you're coming in uh, this week, Doing some Black Friday shopping. Highly suggest that you stop by Lamons. It's eleven twenty six North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for almost seventy five years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, uh, great gift ideas there as well. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Lamons fine jewelry dot com or six six two two three four two seven seven seven. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, but it's just like calling Comer, 662-429-4429. And I'll brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. 
podcast also brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. Remember, the local cheese shop makes all their cheeses in-house here just off Molly Bar in Oxford. Plenty of different uh, options, things including uh, things similar to cheddar, brie, gouda, and much more. Also, all their extra additions that you can add, spiced honey, the pepper jelly, are both fantastic. You can get those in onion cheese boxes, charcuterie boxes, and much more. So stop in, see what all's available there at Johnston Hill Creamery. That's on White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar. And uh, still got any catering. Obviously, the football season is over, but if you need them for any catering, that still is very much possible. You can get that done there as well. Just to find out more, 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Uh, yeah, there's typically about the same number of four and five stars a year. The five stars will change. They won't just automatically give out 32 or 35 or whatever, but they will, uh, they'll set a number there. And then I think four stars ends up being 275 ish. I think that's kind of an approximate number for that for uh per season, but no, it can, it can move around a little bit. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a hard number. Who's your SEC coach of the year? If you got to vote. If Lane wins Thursday night, I vote for Lane. Um, Where do you stand on just giving best coach or best team coach I, of the year? Who did the best job? To me, it's it's the bounce. It's kind of almost a comeback player of the year award. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to go, Kirby, man, you're the coach of the year. But then I have our time giving it to, like, Beamer at just six and six. Yeah. It's like, okay. So, like, if – if Pittman were to beat Missouri on Friday at eight and four with the way they competed, and I mean they gave Ole Miss all they wanted, Alabama all they wanted, you'd have to think about him. That's fair. Um, you have to think about Kirby. In fairness, that's about it. Because of the way they've played, yeah, all they've season. been so dominant. But if Lane wins ten and two, a year after going five and five. It's a massive jump. Ten and two, they would finish the regular season, I guess, what, sixth, seventh in the country, AP? Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to vote for Lane. I think if he, if he were to lose and then Pittman won on Friday, you'd think about think about that. You'd think about that, or at that point, maybe you just vote for Kirby. I don't know. <coughs> Sammy says Hypel. I, mean, I think about Hypel. I've got Pittman ahead of Hypel. So I, there's nothing Hypel can do to jump for me. It's on the list. Done a good job, yeah. but nah, I'm I'm all right there. Um, look at lines a little bit for the uh, the week. Ole Miss currently uh, getting one point from Mississippi State. Mississippi State minus one at the uh, at the moment in this one, which means the uh, the money lines won't do much of anything. I was going to get an over under for you. Let's see, it is sixty Seven, and a half. Sixty and a half. Sixty and a half. What's the weather for Thursday night? 65% chance of rain. I was going to say, there was a lot of rain talk. Yes, that is correct. Uh, 60% of the money currently on the Rebels against the Bulldogs getting one point. Who does rain impact? I would assume it helps. Helps Ole Miss, right? I think it helps Ole Miss, yeah, because they at least can have more run sets and things. Now, Ole Miss also throws the ball down the field more than Mississippi State does, but I would probably give slight advantage to, to Ole Miss there. So, Thursday night, rain showers early, clearing later at night. This is in Starkville. Low near 30. Winds north at 5 to 10. So, it's another freezing cold egg bowl. Chance of rain, 80%. 
eight of the last ten Egg Bowls have gone under on the over-under. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I go under. You go under? I think so. Under 60? I think so. I think it's a game in the 20s. Okay. You like the over? Uh, 60 is kind of a low number for college If, if you tell me I, it's the over, I, I tell you the Mississippi State won big. Do you really? Yeah. You just like Ole Miss is I don't, that point. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing that indicates that Ole Miss is about to go light up light up a scoreboard. Yeah, sure. But I watched Mississippi State in person two weeks ago, and you can stop them. You absolutely can stop them. Yeah, Arkansas did it for the most part. I watched them day. I watched them held to twenty eight and was it even twenty eight? They got twenty eight. Okay. Thirty one to twenty eight. Okay. And you can score on them. I just You just have to tackle. It's all about tackling in the second level. Yeah. And That's you it. got you do have to get some pressure on him. You can't just drop eight and it doesn't You gotta get in his face. You're gonna have a hard time sacking him because yeah. he gets rid of the ball too fast. But if you hurry him and get him off platform and some kind of, of those things. Yeah, you can you can he will get erratic on some throws. Mm-hmm. But man, you let him stand there. He's got he's got it down now. You let him just stand there, yeah, he yeah, will yeah. get to his fourth, fifth, sixth option. He'll circle back. Yeah. I just see this cuz I I saw Texas, the loss made me think of it. I don't know what I was anticipating and obviously it was a great thing for the kid and it wasn't like he was going to get rich off of it, but See, we only got eight hundred bucks for the Applebee's commercial. The kid from Kansas, the tight end. Oh yeah, I saw where he did the commercial. I didn't. Yeah, eight hundred dollars in cash and a thousand in Applebee's gift cards. Good for him. Yeah, no, all good. It's yeah, just, I had no idea what that number would be. Like when I saw it, I went, <laughs> Yeah, oh, okay. Sure. Kind of like Andy Staples. This is what we spent twenty years fighting. Yeah, letting that kid have his moment. Yeah, I mean. Aren't you happy for the kid? I mean, I'm like, good for you, man. Have a day. First ever game he played offense. Yeah. So he gets. Yeah, he like sits down and they bring like the the two entrees or whatever. And he like looks up at the camera and does like this wink thing. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, you know, all, at Applebee's, I always go for two or like does some <laughs> corny good. thing. You go, all right, cool. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I know. Always happy for those kids, man. That's awesome. Have a day. Uh,. Iowa giving uh, three. Oh, no, whoa, wow, wow, this moved like crazy. Iowa opened as a two point favorite against Nebraska. Nebraska now a three and a half point favorite against the uh, the Hawkeyes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's Friday, right? Is it Friday? I don't even know. I think so. That's nuts, though. There's some good games Friday. Did you see the stats for the Big Ten? Um, Scoring margins? No. Have you seen this? No. No, sir. It's just fascinating. So, point differentials in Big Ten games only. All right? Okay. Let's keep in mind that Nebraska's one in seven in the Big Ten. Okay? But they've lost tons of close games. Yeah, just yeah. getting there. Yeah. Ohio State plus 244. Okay. They've been okay. beating out everybody. Michigan plus 120. Okay. Wisconsin 118. We're cool. Penn State 53, 57. Iowa 51. Here's your stat. Nebraska plus seven in point differential at one and seven in the league. Oof. Michigan State plus six at six and two in the league. <sighs> Don't regret that contract. contract. Michigan State plus six at six. You are the luckiest human beings on the planet, is what that means. That will come back to bite your ass. It's like when you watch a major league baseball team and they're 
win their their run differentials yeah. like plus seven, and they're thirty two games over five hundred. <laughs> yeah, you. You're like, man, what's y'all's record in one run games? We were twenty seven and three in one run games. Yeah. Like, oh my god, next year you're gonna suck. Yeah, do not give the big contract. No, 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 no. You guys have been lucky. Well, man, even here, kind of the same way because they felt like giant killers at times. Purdue only plus three, and. uh well, they followed up their giant killers with getting giant losses. Yeah, then Illinois minus twenty nine. Although, frankly, Billima's done a pretty good job there in year one in in, in Champaign. He Rutgers one fourteen, Northwestern they've sucked one fifty six, Maryland one seventy five, and Tom Allen and the Hoosiers minus one eighty five um, to to close. Yeah, it out. that's like Ryan Brown the other day was talking about potential Kiffin replacements, and he mentioned Tom Allen, and I was like, oh, uh-uh. no, 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 it's like that was a one year deal. He cashed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just quickly, I meant to open. I have this start of the show. I'll just mention it qu- uh, now. I know a lot of people do this every single Thanksgiving. If you want to take it off your plate, the Oxford Exxon will still uh, do your turkeys for you. Um, they'll, they'll cook them for you. You got to bring them in thawed, and then you just take any seasoning or whatever in there. They'll handle it. Twenty five bucks to get that done. So if you want to oh. have somebody cook your turkey for you, what do they fry it? We'll do it. I'm assuming they, they, they they'll I think they'll fry it or smoke it. I believe oh, okay. is the way that goes. But uh, yeah, twenty five dollars. Bring it in thawed, and you will get that done there with the uh, Oxford Exxon. I kind of forgot. You about a big that, turkey so. guy. I like it more than you do. I know you think it's the most overrated meat on the planet. I think it's fine. I really, <clears throat> it, it's one of my favorite sandwich meats. Could well, I yeah. doctor it up a lot? Sure. But, so you mean the turkey from the actual Thanksgiving? Either way, but yeah, I mean that next day sandwich after Thanksgiving. I, mean, I know it's cliche, but it's it's incredibly good. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. All good with that. It's just usually so dry by then. I'm just doing it wrong. I typically don't do it. What are you gonna do? My dad does the turkey, but he's doing the turkey. I would assume. Okay. Very traditional around the. Yeah. Sweet potato casserole, green beans. Yeah, all that stuff. Cranberry sauce, dressing, turkey. Yeah, I don't like cranberry sauce. Deviled eggs. Ugh. Such an overrated meal. The whole meal? Yeah, it is. I mean, it truly, I'm not, not, we, won't, we won't stay here because I know people want to talk about other things, but it truly is. They made a good point on, on I guess, Thursday night when we were talking about it with hand-raised guys. Some of the reason why you don't do correct, really good dressing is it takes so long. Yeah. So if it's not some event, like who's going to go, hey, at 1 o'clock today, I'm going to start getting the dressing ready for dinner. Like, yeah, that's fair. That seems a little uh, a little <laughs> off base there from, from that standpoint. <laughs> yes, uh, Iowa-Nebraska on Friday. Let's see. Boise State-San Diego State's not a bad game either. Yeah, Arkansas-Missouri's not a bad game. One <clears> thirty <throat> in the afternoon on Friday. Arkansas giving 14. That's too many points. To Tigers. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. <laughs> You want to watch a really crap game of the day? You, you South Florida play Central Florida on Friday at two thirty. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm out. Uh, Kane Womack gets a shot at a, a big win. He's getting fourteen and a half against Coastal Carolina in Mobile. Oh. on uh, on on whatever. Oh, day. that's right. Because I had some people mention coming down for that game, and I was at the time it was like that eh, wouldn't be so bad. Now I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Getting that down there by two thirty on Friday. <sighs> no thanks. That doesn't sound appealing no, even in the no. slightest. It just doesn't. Not when you could just sleep your way through Friday. Yeah, no, I'm Maybe. good. Uh, Cincinnati giving East Carolina 14. I still think the Bearcats are in if they went out. Um, I think they will make the playoff. Utah coming off their huge win against Oregon on Saturday. They are playing Colorado on Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock, giving 24 to the Buffs. 
That is uh, Utah's in the Utah. Pac-12 title game, right? I think so. I think yeah. that's correct. TCU-Iowa State is on Friday. Iowa State giving 14. Mm-hmm. The battle for uh, North Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina State. I don't know what they call their game. By the way, I continue to hear Matt Campbell is is absolutely talking. Really? Like, I heard a specific school that he actually had a conversation he with. He feels like the antithesis of Napier right now where he goes, God, we had everybody back and still this, that's it, that's the ceiling, piece. I'm out. I got I to gotta move. I kind of think so, too. Otherwise, we got problems. Um, so Dave Doran, Phil Longo, a party in uh in Raleigh at six o'clock on uh on Friday evening. If you'd Go like pack. to take that in. Yeah, cheer for the pack. North Carolina State minus seven in uh in that one. Oh really? You're from North Carolina State? Oh yeah. I mean, I know he's your buddy and you guys exchange DMs all pen, day. Pen but, pals. Yeah. Washington State, Washington is your nightcap. Washington State minus one and a half against the Huskies. Okay. Sure. When's the Civil War or the Uncivil War? What do they call it? I guess it? it's on Saturday. Yeah, they don't call it that anymore. No, they they had to stop. They had to stop. Yeah, it was that was correct. politically incorrect. Yeah, in Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of problems in Oregon. Everyone was so offended. <laughs> the definition of a civil war. It didn't say it's the American Civil War. It said it's a civil <laughs> it's war. It's just the Civil War. Why is that so bad? <laughs> I hate people sometimes. <laughs> oh, I hate people most of the time. I mean. <clears throat> It made the game cool. It was a fun name for the game. Normally, you wouldn't watch Oregon, Oregon State, but they got the reputation for, hey, they really hate each other. And so you watched. According to Webster, a civil war is a war between organized groups from the sa- within the same state. It's perfect. There you go. Is there a problem here? I mean, I guess maybe you could question whether they were organized, but in. But now you can't call it that. Because somebody got offended? I don't know. I mean, seriously, who gets offended by that? Well, they changed it, so. What do they call it now? I, I don't know. The game between the, the two Oregon, teams Oregon in State Oregon. Game, I don't know. Yeah. Did they have a trophy? Did they have a trophy? I don't know. I assume they had a trophy. Everybody got a trophy. I mean, I can look it up real quick. Okay. Florida, Florida State, 11 o'clock Saturday morning. Mike Norvell trying to get bowl eligible in Tallahassee. Florida just trying to finish out the season. The Gators minus two and a half in this one. It's hard for Florida to give points to anyone right now, right? I mean, isn't the isn't the early thought to just take Florida State on the road right here? They've oh, been this okay. Is, this is great. What? They have the platypus trophy. <clears throat> the winner takes home the platypus trophy. Oh, it really is a platypus. Yeah. Why? Uh, these are things. I mean, I, it was originated in 1959. Was not. It was not awarded from 62 to 06 because it was lost. Oh, really? Someone stole it. I don't know. I'm looking. Yeah. From following the 1961 game, the trophy was stolen several more times and eventually forgotten as the football game's trophy. In 1986, artist Spady, now a teacher at New in Eugene, spotted the trophy in a case at Oregon's Leighton Pool. It apparently had been reappropriated as a trophy for the school's water polo rivalry and was affixed with a brass plaque commemorating four consecutive Oregon water polo victories oh. from 1964 to 68. Spady was unable to convince anyone to reacquire the trophy for use in the football game, and in 2000, the pool and its trophy cases were demolished as part of a renovation project. Hold on. And on the, on the trophy, it says Civil War. 
um, John Canzano got it brought back in 04, writing about it and saying it was stupid. There was no trophy. and they recreated So they brought the platypus it. back? They recreated it, yes. Oh, so it wasn't the first one? No, it got d- demolished when the pool was. Oh, well, that sucks. The, the teacher literally couldn't convince people to give the football rivalry the trophy back. They kept it as a water polo. Trophy. And then destroyed it. Yes. That is my understanding here. Well, that's upsetting. That's all I got. Kind of like the boot a little bit. It says, yeah, and I'm, I'm moving on, I swear. <laughs> in 2004, with the trophy long forgotten, Canzano wrote a column lamenting the fact that unlike other college football games, there was no trophy. Spady contacted Canzano and informed him of the existence of the platypus trophy. Platypus trophy. And a follow-up Canzano column ignited a search for the missing trophy. Led by Dan Williams, and a UO administrator who had been the student body president, who handed the trophy over to his OSU counterpart in 1961. The trophy was rediscovered in 2005 in a closet at the University of Oregon's MacArthur Court. Oh, so it was saved. Yeah, they thought that it was demolished. Everybody forgot about so it. So now it's like one of the coolest it. trophies in sports, because that's cool. And unlike we make fun of the boot, it literally just was in a closet for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it basketball. Is that what MacArthur Court is? I, I don't know. I would assume. It is, yeah. It's Oregon's basketball arena. So it just sat in the basketball arena for three and a half decades. That's correct, yes. That is fantastic. Yes. And so now the winner takes the platypus. Do you carry it around the field, or is it like one of the – is it like Alabama and Auburn where they pass the, the trophy out at a basketball trophy. game? The commissioner's trophy. Yeah. I told you, it was one of my favorite things in the history of the world was when they did it a few years ago, and the Auburn student body president had like came in there wearing the SEC ch- championship pin, and the Alabama <laughs> one had the college football playoff pin on. Yeah. It was it was some of the most passive-aggressive things in the yeah. world that I really, really laughed at. All right, what did you one. think about the uh, – did you see the the – Catch in the Alabama-Arkansas game. Hunter Juracek's all upset about it. Did you think it was a catch or not? It was really close. <clears throat> I thought he caught it. I thought he caught it. I can see the argument for he didn't catch it because yeah. the ball kind of hit. The first thing the ball hits is the white line. Yeah. And you couldn't tell if he's moving it or You're not. getting into that weird territory where the ball can hit, but as long as it's contained, yeah. it is still a catch. Well, but you were going to be pissed off on either side. Other of that people call. around the league are like, if if it's a different uniform, does it well, get the call? And, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I I just refuse to go there because it's just not worth it. It's a valid question, but but it's the question other people are asking. I saw, yeah. I, I saw multiple people asking that, like if that's change the uniform, if that's some kid for Arkansas. But everything I saw, I thought I thought catch. If I had to call it. Live, I thought he caught it. And then on the replay, the first replay, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to reverse that. And then I showed it again. I'm like, ah, maybe he did get it. It leaves a lot of subjectiveness when you have the rule the way it's it's currently written. Yeah. So I I, I, I got no issues with, with catch there. Um, podcast brought to you in part by Nick Stan and Associates. It's NickStanOxford.com, 662-281-1200. They uh, have helped me out multiple times with the home buying, buying process. Give them a shot as well here in Oxford. The market is still pretty crazy. So, Use someone who you know and trust there with Nick Stan and Associates here in Oxford. Again, NickStanOxford.com, 662-281-1200. Also brought to you by Pinnacle, it's based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. Uh, they provide detailed specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's MyPinWealth.com. Also brought to you uh, by my buddy John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. 
be talking to you soon about some stuff that's opening up, things that have opened. I know people are planning trips and people are nervous about planning trips because of what is or isn't open, especially in Europe. I'll get you some details on that. Going to have a travel podcast, just a one-time thing at some point in December. So I'll be opening a thread for you guys. If you have some travel questions, we'll put them in front of a travel expert. John Edwards, 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by OPA. Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. An awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails and frozen libations. And an amazing candlelit patio. 306 South Lamar, just south of the uh, square courthouse. Uh, That's OPA um, there in Oxford. I'll be uh, asking for uh, mailbag questions here in just a little bit. I meant to do that earlier this morning. But that's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtor, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Uh, She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Also brought to you by Service Specialists. We'll have picks up. We'll get them up in time for you to fade the three of us that are horrible at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, they've been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Actually, Brian had a good weekend. You, hey. me, and Jeffrey also. Okay. Uh, whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact service specialists. Uh, get in touch with them if you are a candidate with look that has some potential. You're looking to get your foot in the door. Also, get in touch with them if you're looking to hire quality talent for your program. They always have names and resumes ready for your perusal. It's uh, servicespecialistltd.com or 662-832-5138. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha, they've got load trail. They've also got Hallmark cargo trailers. Uh, they've got spare tire, <laughs> spare tires and wheels starting at just a hundred dollars. Full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. As far as I know, I'm talking to uh, Chance Campbell a little later today. We'll talk about Vanderbilt. We'll talk about Thanksgiving. Talk about the Egg Bowl. And more with him. That's brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Also, check out their collegiate collection. If you're doing some Christmas shopping for the Ole Miss fan in your life or you have people that cheer for other teams, they've got a great uh, college collection there at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or uh, therogue.com. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson, Herring Gear Autoplex. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti, or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 662-571-2367 or sixteen eighty-five High Street in Jackson. Podcast is brought to you by GM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. GM there on South Lamar and Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer plenty of benefits as your community pharmacy. 662-236-2222. And then with uh, people helping people, we got Thanksgiving coming up, as Neil mentioned. G&M now selling uh, the Game Changer patches over the counter. So you can head in and get uh, the uh, the warm-up over the, or the overtime if you so desire, if you're in the area. Again, that's on South Lamar and Oxford with G&M 
or Tyson Drugs and Always Bring, 662-236-2222. Wake stinging off their loss against Clemson, minus four against uh, Boston College, and then uh, Georgia minus 35 in Atlanta facing Jeff Collins and Georgia Tech. On Saturday, Collins has not done much to uh, reinvigorate that program post-Paul Johnson. They've, they've struggled mightily there in his tenure. Ole Miss gets them next year, right? That is correct. In, in Atlanta? Atlanta? In Atlanta. Yeah. Bobby Dodd Stadium for, uh, yeah. for that one. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, Liberty's at home against Army this week. Mm. Minus three and a half for the Flames. Mm. Texas Tech and Baylor. Baylor minus 14 against the Red Raiders. Baylor's quarterback hurt? That's what I heard. Is he down? Yeah. Okay. So 14 there on that. That line has not moved much, though. Opened at 15, now at 14. Ohio State and Michigan opened at six, now at seven and a half or eight, depending on your favorite book there with Ohio State giving Michigan those points. Buckeyes looked really good the other day. Hard not to lay them, at least, isn't it? Hard to go in that and go, no, I'm going to take Michigan to keep it really, really, really close. Eli Ricks in the portal, he'll end up at one of the big three or four schools. (coughs) He will. There's a list of those. That just, yeah. That's the, like, if you told me Eli Ricks is at Georgia next year, I'm not even remotely surprised. Mm-hmm. You spoke of Miami. They are 21-point favorites against what could be David Cutcliffe's last game at Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh, UTSA trying to stay undefeated. They are giving an 11.5. They're giving an 11.5 at North Texas in Denton on they Saturday. They barely beat UAB. Did you see how they won the other day? No. So they – um. It's like third or fourth and goal late in the game. They've got a third go, third and goal. Throws a pass, and it is tipped. And then another one of their teammates catches it in the back of the end zone off the deflection, and that's how they won the game. Oh, that sucks. So that's how they've stayed unbeaten. Um, I don't know where people had them ranked or not ranked today. People have them fairly high. I put them 25th on mine. Did you? Or, or lower. I mean, yeah. You're not, you're, you're not impressed? No. Not playing that game. I mean, if they played LSU or Mississippi State or Arkansas, they would get just smoked. Just smoked. Some people have them like 12, 13. Yeah, come on. Stop. Yeah. They'd get absolutely pummeled. The Civil War is at 2.30 on Saturday. Oregon is giving Oregon State seven points. I'm offended. That's a good game. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in. kind of want Oregon State to win. They've been fun this year. Yeah. That Oregon State guy's done a hell of a job. Yeah, he's done a really good job. They beat Oregon State the other day. I mean, Arizona State. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Okay. They did finish that off. Uh, 19 and a half in the Iron Bowl. That is at Jordan Hare on Saturday afternoon. Just hard to see Auburn be able to do too much at all without Bo Nix, a quarterback. If Brian Horson really does have to win this game for any reason, then go ahead and call the dogs. I saw Grind mentioned in the thread a lot of local media acting like he has to win the game on Saturday. Why? Well, I don't know because if he's getting like if he's out, it has nothing to do with the, the play on the field. So, I mean, Peterson knows all about Har- Harson, and Peterson's the one doing the Washington search. Is he really? Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. I don't know why. I mean, Auburn's not going to move off Harson, although there is stuff there. It hasn't gone well, and there's stuff just in general. Yeah. Uh, you know the stuff that happens most places, but when you win, it gets covered up. I do, yeah. And when you don't win, everyone finds out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Already? Yes. In year one? Yes, sir. That's weird. Isn't it? A little weird. It's not a good fit. Yeah. We talk about fit a lot. Matters more than anything. It really does matter. And 
on a number of levels, he hasn't fit. And not to about the vaccine. I don't, frankly, I don't think that's a real big deal there. Mm-hmm. Grind might know more than I do, but I've talked to some people. I don't, I don't get the sense that among the everyday people, they really give a damn whether Harson is vaccinated or not. Yeah. It's more just the program. Penn State, Michigan State is a pick 'em in East Lansing on Saturday. That game's at 2.30 if you're interested. Vanderbilt, Tennessee. Tennessee giving 31 to the Commodores. That is in Knoxville at 2.45. Yeah, they moved it to 2.45. Okay. I don't know why. Why? These are questions that I can't answer. It's weird. Um, Billy Napier giving 21.5 to Terry Bowden and ULM on Saturday at yep. 3 o'clock. Uh, ULM had a respectable outing in Baton Rouge Saturday night. Could have been real respectable. Yeah, it could have been. Like, they, they blew some red zone opportunities to make that. It could have been really interesting. Yeah, could have won a football game is what they could have done on Saturday night. <laughs> what a win that would have been. God. Uh, you mentioned this. I don't think we talked about it on the show. I know why they do it, but it's dumb. Those uniforms are better than their traditionals. Yeah. The purple top with the white helmet is better than their white on gold. That was a sneaky, great uniform game. LSU, ULM's road uni with it's the yellow fine. pant and the white, yeah. it's good. It's fine. And LSU's white top, purple jersey, white pant uh-huh. is a better uniform than the, the white. They should make that the home and the traditional the, the road, road and just be done with it. Good luck. Yeah, I know. I know. God, if you dare, F with tradition. Yeah. Oh, God. But that was a great look. It was. LSU getting six and a half in Baton Rouge from the Aggies on Saturday. Six o'clock. Yeah, I've said for a little while, and I'm afraid I'm going to eat it, that uh, I thought LSU would really give A&M all they wanted. You're struggling with and that they might, this week. But boy, after watching that Saturday. And I know that was a flat moment. Yeah, that's in between. I'm, I'm not kind of like Ole Miss. I'm not completely criticizing that. Uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Clemson giving 11. If you told me I could have an upset Saturday, this is the one that I want. But I don't. I don't think we get it. You would take that one if you could pick any. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if if you tell me Saturday, fun to a point that yeah. yeah if you right. tell me, hey Neil, you get to pick a game this weekend that's a big upset, just for your personal enjoyment. Yeah. It would almost. I think it would be that. It might, because it would screw the league up. I might pick Auburn beating Alabama. Ooh. That would be that would be sweet. Now that would be fun. But I think the one I would enjoy the most is watching South Carolina beat Clemson. I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Columbia, where I think they would celebrate it like they just won the Intergalactic Universal Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And that would be fun. I think I'd get I think I would get more pleasure out of that one. Oklahoma State giving three and a half to Oklahoma in Bedlam and Stillwater this weekend. Now, I'm watching that. Oklahoma State. What time's that game? Uh, 6.30. Oh, yeah, in. We don't talk about it because it's Big 12. Oklahoma State's defense has been really, really good this season. They're Gundy's, elite. Gundy's done a really good job there for a long time. I think there's a chance Oklahoma State pops them Saturday night. Well, I would think. That's in Stillwater? It's in Stillwater. That's a game I really – I know I've already said this. That's a game I really want to go to one day. It's on my short list. Army-Navy. I want to go to Bedlam. Mm -hmm. I've been to the Iron Bowl a bunch. It's a great game. If you've never been to the Iron Bowl, you should go. Um, I've been to the Egg Bowl. It's the the angriest rivalry I've ever been to. You think it is? Of the ones I've ever been to? Oh, yeah, it's not close. 
Uh, I've been to Texas OU. It's a good game. Here's what the only ones that I, I wouldn't mind going to Ohio State, Michigan, but for whatever reason, that doesn't like float my boat the way that some of the other. It's kind of like I don't really have a desire to do like Notre Dame against any of their rivals. We're going no, to uh, but but I wouldn't I, mind seeing a home game in South Bend. Yeah, sure. But don't need it to be any certain team. Don't care. But I'd I'd love to go to Bedlam. Bedlam feels like it gets. It feels like it's a big party, but yeah. they kind of hate each other at the same time. Yeah. Like, you go to the Egg Bowl in person, and no offense, but it feels like just raw hate. There's no enjoyment. or just hate. No, it yeah. feels like everyone's there angry. There's, I, I've there's, heard a lot of people say a lot this. of dread. There's not even excitement when they win. It's relief. Yeah. There's relief at the end when you win. And you go, well, 365 more days. Okay. I saw where Brennan said that on Twitter, and I've heard coaches yeah. at Ole Miss say that, that you win that game, and it's kind of like, whew, thank goodness. Yeah, and on. you lose it, and it's just devastating. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky getting three from Malik Cunningham in Louisville in Louisville on Saturday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Malik's been good re- recently. Yeah. He played really well the second half of the season. Uh, just because it would I, – I would really laugh following Twitter. I'd really like to see Tulane beat Memphis on Saturday. That would be fun. Um, Is Memphis going to move off of what's-his-face? I haven't heard that, but I have okay. no idea. Was it Silver – Field. Silver field, yeah. silver man. Yeah. Pitt giving 10 to Syracuse. Kenny Pickett has done a nice job with the Panthers this year. He has. Notre Dame Stanford, Notre Dame on a 17 and a half. And then. Uh, That's nothing for me. Your two night games BYU at USC. The Cougars are giving seven to the Trojans. That's a dog of a game. And then Cal at UCLA. UCLA giving seven and a half to the Bears. Some interest there because there's there are conflicting opinions about what happens with UCLA and Chip Kelly. Also, a nine thirty start. Though. I will not make it. Yeah, no, 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 no thanks. Because especially if I'm invested in Oregon, Oregon State, and then Bedlam, not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be. Done. I don't need the crap game at the end of the night. I'll be done at ten. I'll, I'll at that point, I'll flip to Iron Chef America for the first time in a while. Uh, the AP poll will miss up to number eight, as we expected. They are in a well. They're just ahead of Baylor, the top two right two loss team in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma State is at seven. So Michigan, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Baylor, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State's a one loss team, right? That is correct. Yeah. Ole Miss is the top two loss team. Who'd they lose to? Iowa State? Sounds right now that you say that, but I could be wrong. Uh and not much variance at all. Ole Miss gets one vote at number seven. A ton of votes at number eight, a lot of votes at number nine, a few votes at ten, and then one vote at eleven, one vote at twelve, one vote at thirteen. I couldn't put them above seven, and I couldn't drop them below nine. Some dude from the from Fort Wayne, Indiana, has them seven. That's fair. He has Michigan down at ten. He doesn't. He's not impressed with the Wolverines. Well, he has UTSA at nine. Oh, well, that's stupid. Michigan ten. Never. That guy should be. He should have his vote removed. Who, who's he work for? Well, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, okay. Because that's mainstream media. That no bias there. No. Some dude from Boulder has Ole Miss thirteen. Okay, but wh- which paper is he at? An, at a mainstream publication there. Uh, the Daily Camera. Oh, the Colorado. Daily Camera, yes. That's very unbiased. Uh, he has Iowa at nine. Mm-hmm. That's an extreme pick. Yeah. Uh, Great uniforms, though. Has BYU and Oregon ahead of Ole Miss. Okay. The Daily Camera. The Daily Camera. That is correct. Man, I hope one day, one day I hope to be so objective that I could possibly work in Fort Wayne or at the Daily Camera. The Daily Camera. Kirk Bowles works for the Austin American Statesman. I do know him. Yeah. He has them at... Well, Very objective, Kirk. But he's had a rough year. 
That paper's very objective, known for its objectivity. And you tell me Austin American Statesman, and the first thing that comes to mind is objectivity. And their 11 vote is uh, from NewJersey.com, the Star-Ledger. Oh, and yes, the Star-Ledger, the epitome. He covers Rutgers. The epitome of objective journalism, the Star-Ledger. It says Daily Gamecock alum, so I don't know if he wrote for the South Carolina paper or the Jacksonville State paper in college, uh, but obviously one or the uh, the other there. Did such a good job at the Daily Gamecock that he got to go to NewJersey.com. His Ole Miss, the fourth uh, two-loss team behind Baylor, Michigan State, and BYU. Okay. Yes. Has Oregon all the way down at 13. Got UTSA at 15. Got Arkansas at 18. Likes That's the a little too high. I put Arkansas at 24. Yeah. 23, 24, which is where I think they belong. Yeah. So, If they win, that's eight and four losses to Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Auburn. I think if you'd offered Pittman that before the season, he'd have said, sign me up. It's a big – it does feel like a big game for them on Friday, though. No, it is a big game. Get to that eight. It's a big a difference level. between seven and five and eight yeah, and four. Yeah, there's a, there's a level sure. difference there. Sure. Another SEC win. So. Yeah, I'm with you. G210 uh, Reb says, love the Daily Camera. I do, too. I just – Fascinated man. by it. One day. One day. But to get there, you got to get so objective. And to be at the Daily Camera and an Associated Press voter – I mean, now the, we're cooking. The objectivity that is required there is such that I mean, that's, that is a lot of pressure. Yeah. We're back tomorrow. We'll talk more actual Egg Bowl to uh, tomorrow leading into Thursday night, 630, Rebels and Bulldogs. By the way, Lane Kiffin's press conference today has been moved, so don't expect Oh, really? Noon, when is uh, it? 415 today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, don't expect noon. Content. Then why did I get up and get my Peloton ride out of the you way? You could not. You could have waited whenever you like. Four fifteen. Four fifteen. That's correct. Yes. Okay. It must be practicing. Got nothing. I don't know. So I'm just going to go ahead and warn you. If you're holding your breath for the Chance Campbell thing, that might not happen either. I'm That's just true. guessing. Yeah. I need to see if Chance sent me an email. Okay. So today, four fifteen for uh, for that one. Be back tomorrow. Check RebelGrove.com in the meantime, and we will talk to you then. Have a good day. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.